Welcome back to another OA News Overtime post-game tailgate edition of the podcast. And uh, let's just jump into it, Justin. 43-34. Jordan, what did we just watch? What? What was that? What just happened? It was abject disaster, is what I'll say. Um, man, we can just jump into it. I mean, if if you're still reeling, yeah, you just gave up 40 unanswered points. The Mississippi State at home. Uh, Will Rogers threw five second-half touchdowns. Um, it was an abject failure. Uh, you ran for, like, what, 15 yards? Who even cares? It was pathetic. Uh, and that was what this performance was for Auburn football. I mean, it's, our, it's, it's you can use literally any word to describe what just happened. It was, it was that bad. And we were talking about it on the way here back here to the car. And you can look up all the stats. You can look up all of it, uh, you know, worst comeback loss since the stats were recorded in the 60s um stat tiger has something out there what was it like 107 and 0 when leading by that many points um utter disaster a lot of words you could use to describe it many (laughs) of which we will not say on the podcast (laughs) auburn had their 28 to 3 moment like how it was literally 28 to 3 i can't get over that honestly it was it feels worse well, because it, it as, feels worse because Mississippi State didn't just let up when they got the lead. They right. they jumped out and almost scored. Remember, Mississippi State was down there at the goal line and could have scored again. Right. Well, and then the Super Bowl, and then like in the Super Bowl, like it was a comeback at the end, right? This was a butt kicking that turned into a butt kicking, and it was. Inc- I've never seen a butt kicking turn into a butt kicking like that, and uh, yeah, man, I don't I don't know. There's there's all kind of blame to go around. Should go on everybody. This team is talent. Talent. Talent is not an issue. This team has the talent to beat Mississippi State's butt. It did it for most of the first half. Um, but it came down to just as a team, as coaches, players, everybody. That was an abysmal performance. It was another situation where you had. It was sort of a two prong thing. One. The offense played great in the first half, and the second right. half kind of tailed off. And I mean, I, to me, you can't ignore that because that right. keeps being an issue. But then also, you have a defense that did a great job of stopping Mississippi State in that first half, mm-hmm. and then Will Rogers just played like I mean, he he dink and dunked yeah. his way down the field. He wound up with what six touchdowns, I think. I mean, it's like it's like fantasy, like it's like. You know, I mean, I don't know what the stat is, but like, you know, it could a ninety-eight yard drive where they throw nine passes and he just completes them all. I mean, like, what, what, what the heck was that? What, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Well, my thing, and we talked about this, you and I and Jason Caldwell at Two Four Seven Sports, just riding back to the car. Auburn didn't change anything, no. man. Like they, no. when you saw it wasn't working, you still had the cushion to still have the lead sure. and you could have mixed things up could have blitz and they just they just stayed back in coverage and was like you know we'll just hold and hold and and will rogers picked them apart i what's, mean what's the worst that could have happened if you started blitzing oh what they marched down the field and score they score in four plays instead of eight you know what i mean right. it's like well, it's you gotta get aggressive what's the worst that could happen literally what's the worst that could happen um and then like you said man listen the offense uh, I mean, you can. They shouldn't have. They sh- thirty-four points is enough to win against Mississippi State at home. Period. Like I don't care. Now, forty unanswered points. That's on the entire team. Someone you have to respond at some point between that then and then. 
but uh, I don't know, man. And I mean, and it, <laughs> Bo Nix played good, <laughs> and everyone, and we, let's go ahead and talk about the fans, man. Everyone in, in every Auburn fan, everyone in orange and blue doesn't want to blame Bar Brian Harson for losses, so they blame Bo Nix. That's what they've done all season long. Now they got a game, you can't blame Bo for that. If you're blaming Bo for that, you're delusional. Because Bo played, Bo played well. You can't just need your quarterback to go 45 of 45 to win a football game. That's not, that's not real. That's not even football. It's not the sport we're all watching. So, I mean, I don't know. That's just, that's where my head's at right away. And, uh, I mean, that's what I wrote is like, that's what I wrote is like honeymoon period over for Brian Harson. Should have ended at Georgia State, you know, but that's just the nature of the sport. You know, Georgia State was a abhorrent performance. Uh, but the nature of the sport is you get the win, you erase the tape and move on, right? Everything could have been different, but it wasn't. But here it is. It's like, okay. And this is what I put in there. I was like, okay, if that was your wake-up call, what was this? What was this? It was hard. I mean, I, it's hard to even put a finger on it. It was one of the more bizarre games I've ever sat. Like, we were talking walking out of the press box. I mean, I just don't... It's almost like I can't even fathom what I just watched. I mean, it just right. went so totally from Auburn dominating to... It was very clear Mississippi State was going to take the lead. And by the time they got it, you just knew that Auburn was pretty much out of gas. And, mm -hmm. you know, I tweeted out what Bo said after the game. And a lot of people were like, oh, he's blaming the fans. And Bo would never blame the fans. That's not... Well, well, the thing he was basically saying was the energy kind of got taken out of the stadium and everybody right. was sort of just like... because if And you, the team is a part of the stadium. Yes. You're right. And, and the thing that... It's their stadium. <laughs> and the thing uh, that he pointed out in the quote, which again, earlier I tweeted just a snippet, then I threw in you know the entire transcript because mm -hmm. I can't get all that in 240 characters. Um, Come on, Jordan. I know, I'm, I'm a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, you know, he said we didn't respond. We didn't, you know, finish the way we needed to. I've got, a, I took a bunch of screenshots if you're looking at questions. Okay. No, uh, I, I made sure and, and got some and we can hit on some of those. Sure. Um, but it was like, you know, you get punched in the gut and then you're like, whoa. I mean, like, you know, they had them on the ropes for nine rounds and then all of a sudden they just started throwing haymakers and Auburn just was mm -hmm. stunned. And, and I think that's how you kind of look at this game. It was like once it went the other way, it went the other way. And, yeah. like, you saw that even – you know, with, like, the penalties and then T.D. Moultrie getting hit with the targeting penalty, which means he'll miss uh, the first half of South Carolina. Yeah. Like, it was like, once it went bad, it went bad. I mean, Anders, mm. Anders continues to struggle, man. Sure. And I don't, you know, I have to look at that kick that got blocked, but he missed a long one earlier and then had one blocked. Yep. And it was just like, man, once it started rolling downhill, it didn't stop. Oh, special teams was awful. Special teams, they had an onside kick that had no chance. Or the all. yeah, the fake. They had a the fake, fake. They both. They had a fake punt that had no chance. They had an onside kick that had no chance. Yeah, it was awful. The who fake, threw those up? Who 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 made those plays? They're so bad. The fake punt. I mean, it's like one you could kind of. I feel like Mississippi State had to have been watching for that because the momentum was totally on Mississippi State side. Yeah. Two. It was fourth and ten. Leave your offense out there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Try if it's convert. like if it's yeah. like four and fourth and two. And, like, you want to try to run the punter up, then they're like, fine. But, like, Oscar Chapman is not going to complete a 10-yard pass. Throw it's the ball to Kobe Hudson. You got a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bow to Kobe. Try that. <laughs> Better than Oscar Chapman to one of the tight ends. I don't remember who it was. It was just a disaster. The quadruple coverage. <laughs> it was just so bad. It was it, bad, man. And, I mean, we can keep – like, I, there's just – there's any word in the sun that you want to use. It was bad, bad. And, like, I understand if – 
you're a fan and you're like, well, you know, wait and see, you know, whatever. Like honeymoon period, I get it, but it was bad. It was bad from the coaches too. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, when when you have a twenty eight three lead. Oh yeah. You even heard, even if it's ugly. The crap we heard about Gus blowing a twenty point lead in Baton Rouge for years, years. What are they gonna say about this? And that that LSU team was better than this Mississippi State team. I feel assured that that's the case. This team is five and four. They lost to Memphis. Now they're six and four. Yeah. They're going to a bowl game because of what happened today. <laughs> I hope that stings for, for the Auburn coaches who have to hear that. Auburn I mean, shouldn't lose these games. It should not lose these games. And it's certainly not in that way. Certainly not in a, such a hopeless way. Such a, I mean, literally it was, it's 28 to 3. And you look up and it's 43 to 28. Are you kidding me? Are you it, kidding me? It was so bad. And like, and I know that it falls on multiple people, but like, for me, I feel for guys like Kobe. I feel for guys like Zacoby McClain. He had 14 tackles. The dude is, like, right around 15 yep. tackles every single week. Yep. And, like, you know, you could say that a guy like Zacoby, maybe he could have made – well, could he have made more plays? Right. Like, right. it's just it's just a situation where, like, you just can – good teams do not blow 25-point leads. Right. And good teams figure out if it starts going the other way how to stop it. Right. And Auburn didn't, and I think that that falls squarely on everybody. And and it's a situation where now you're kind of looking around, just wondering what these next two games are going to look like. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, this is a situation I can understand where there's the threat of people calling it a day, basically. You know, just trying to mm-hmm. ease through these next two games and whatever bowl game Auburn goes to, and you know, either if you're a senior and getting ready to wrap up your career or trying to come back next year, it's like you got to figure out how to keep everybody motivated. Jordan, I'll go ahead and talk about in public what I've been talking about in private, and that's you know, you hired a you hired an offensive coordinator from two eight South Carolina. You hired a defensive coordinator from Owenton Derek Mason, uh, Owenton Vanderbilt. Um, that's who you got. That's what you're working with, and they all have something to prove. And I understand the honeymoon period, and I get that, but that's why I said the honeymoon period is over. Prove something. Prove something. Brian Harson has to prove something. Mike Bobo has to prove something. Derek Mason has to prove something. If you got a problem with that, then I mean, I guess you're not a competitor. Like you got to understand, you do need to prove something. You got to show something. Because I mean, the Georgia State law, this Georgia State game is just almost as bad as this. T.J. Finley bailed him out with a miracle. Can you imagine both these things happened in one season? It would be a very different situation in that. You know, if they you lose set the it, program, you set the program back. If you lose the Georgia State game, I mean, I think it's fair. Had they lost that game, to be wondering if Harson gets a year two. But mm-hmm. I mean, they won, and now right. you're in a situation where you're going to try to let him build. Which, which I'm not the kind of person that says after one year, no. like you need to fire a coach. Right, but, and that's when I say, and when I say honeymoon period is over, that doesn't mean you're getting a divorce. But welcome to reality. That's what that phrase means. It means, hey, welcome to reality. Uh, time to find answers. Time to go looking. Time to realize you ain't got them. If you're talking, you can find them somewhere else. Because the stadium stairs, the fourth and one mentality, all this stuff. I, who wants to hear that anymore, honestly? Find something else. And you can't lean, at the moment, you can't lean on recruiting because that's, like, you have two avenues of trying to show what you're building. One right. is results, and two is recruiting right. as in the future. Right. Auburn didn't have either one of those no. right now. It's hard to, and it's hard to talk about recruiting because obviously we're not going to, we're not going to talk bad about the, the kids. Like, obviously, Caden Story's part of this class, so it's really hard for. I mean, we love we love the heck out of Caden, me and you. We cover Lynette football all the time. But so it's so that's one of those things when when recruiting is trailing behind, and especially in the rankings they are. Uh, you know, it's hard for us to talk about recruiting in a bad way because we don't want to paint the kids who are committed in a bad light or criticize them. But sometimes after a tough game like this, you got to have 
tough looks at stuff like that. They've got until December to try to get a better class, or then they're going to the transfer portal again. Then we're kind of starting all over again. Let's get into some of the questions. Some I want the to, questions. I want to start with my favorite one, and then I'll jump to you. Uh, it's from Hoodie Bruce, uh, <laughs> in parentheses, hot take taker, who says, my question, why? Um, um, you know, well, uh, Hoodie Bruce, we're wondering the exact same thing. Yeah. It's just It was just an abysmal performance in all three phases. The defense just couldn't stop Mississippi State in the second half, and the offense, I guess, just ran out of gas, couldn't yeah. couldn't keep it going, and, and it led to a really weird end of the game where Justin Auburn got palindromed, 43-34. <laughs> I just figured I'd throw that one in there. There you go. Uh, my favorite two are from Kelly Green. Kelly makes two really good points. Uh, she says, uh, no defensive adjustments like everyone else. Why continue to rush three and pick us apart? Great question. Why? Like, what's the worst that could have happened? Like we said, they're just they're marching down the field and scoring. That is the worst. Try something else is what I would do. I'm not a football coach. Whatever. Uh, and then the other one, why go for two? That's another one. Uh, blows my mind. You're down 15. You go for two. You're supposed to kick the extra point and then go for two at the end. All you do is, if you fail the two-point conversion, you take yourself out of the game sooner. Even if you convert it, then you just make a pressure-packed extra point that Mississippi State could try to block. Like, none of it makes any sense. Every book, every coaching book says, kick that ball. Didn't do it. I don't know what. I have no idea. I have no answer for that. Let's see. I do not know how to pronounce it. Conning's Tiger. Okay, sure. Uh, why wait until deep, deep in the fourth to replace Bo? He came out in the second half not being able to throw. Bo was banged up, and I wanted to pull up mm-hmm. because I asked Bo, essentially, you know, what the injury was, and was he, was that the reason TJ Finley came in for that last drive, which TJ had like two plays and then got hit and fumbled. Uh, let me read the full quote just because I want to make sure. Um, Bo said, just got a little nicked up and injured for a minute. Not sure, not quite sure, obviously, moving forward. Going to get that looked at, but it was just all right, and I was able to obviously continue to play a few more drives. But when you're down by two scores, it's probably better to have a guy in that situation who can really move around and not be hindered with anything. So, to me, based on that quote, it was Bo was banged up, so they put TJ in. It wasn't a situation where, you know, it was asked during that Texas A&M game. Somebody got on the Zoom and asked, uh, you know, did you think about putting in TJ? And it was like, no, because right. I mean that wasn't the problem. Right. Um, so I think that was what that was. I don't think that was a you know going back to that Georgia State game. The the quote Brian Harson said was you know that we were looking for a spark. We needed a spark, and TJ provided right. it. I don't think not this time. Yeah, not this not this time. <laughs> nope, we made it up. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think that's what TJ was in there to do. It was a matter of Bo's not 100%. Let's try to help him and, out. And in his question, he was afraid of, uh, you know, putting TJ in to fail. And, like, you know, I agree. That's why – and that's why – and I don't think they're guilty of that. I think they did it because of the injury. But, yeah, I mean, that's a terrible situation for TJ to come into. Awful for him to have to – they're pinning their ears back. You know, you're just going to break the kid. But they had to do it. You wouldn't want to do that, They and they didn't want to do that. Sounds like they did it because of the injury. And, and to be fair, we all saw Bo being looked at on the sideline. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't a situation where after the fact they're like, oh, yeah, Bo was banged up. We saw he was being looked at. At one point he had his helmet in his hands, you know, on the right. side. Like, we all were kind of wondering. And then right. f- for that next drive, Bo came out there and I think played a little bit. And then TJ came in for that very last one. Bo threw for 377 yards and two touchdowns. Can't blame, can't blame Bo. If you're blaming Bo, you're <laughs> – delusional that's all i want to say no i mean that that's <laughs> my thing is like 
these last few games, uh, and, and I mean, it's not just Bo Nix. You see, a thing I really agree with that Brian Harson has said is that quarterbacks get too much credit when everything works and too much blame when it doesn't. Sure. And I think that you see that with any team, but Bo Nix specifically, like, did he play good against Six A&M? No. Is he the entire reason they lost? No. I mean, the receivers couldn't get open. The run game never got going. Like, Bo was part of the the reason they lost that A&M game, but he wasn't, you know, the sole look at Bo Nix number 10 and say he's why you lost. Like, it was a team loss in that game. In this game, he played well enough to win, and then the defense just couldn't get a stop in the second half, and, you know, the, the offense uh, couldn't sustain drives, get points, and special teams failed Auburn, and, and that was part of it. Now, um, that's sort of my look at it with Bo is that, yeah. He played well enough, and, and we talked about, too, I know that the second half, the fact Auburn really struggled to score points matters, but you scored 34 points, and again, if you forgot, Justin, mm-hmm. they led 28-3. to Right. It's like... To a Mississippi State team with a roster loaded with two stars. I'm sorry. Auburn in facilities, in recruiting, in money, shouldn't lose these games at home. I went on that diatribe long enough, you know, on the way to the Ole Miss game. Uh, but you know what I mean? The, the, these programs are not in the same space right now. And obviously that can change. Not in the same space right now. 40 nothing stretch. Come on, man. What's that? Yeah. Bad. No, it's bad, bad. I agree. Um, any other questions you saw? That was I saw several of them repeated. I saw some people asking about you know coaching changes. I, I don't have a good sense. I don't no. think any of that's coming right now, yeah. um, as far as assistance or anything like that. Mike but, Mike Bobo just retweeted Sammy Coates, who said, "Keep working at you." So there you go. I mean, we don't get to talk to Mike Bobo or anything. So there you go. Official statement via Sammy Coates yeah. Twitter. <laughs> They're in a retweet. So yeah. Let's look forward to South Carolina, and I just I'm very interested in what this situation is going to look like. Going on the road, playing at night in Williams Bryce Stadium. Mm-hmm. Last we looked, Missouri and South Carolina. I think look at Justin will look and see what the score was. It was tight when we were recording. Um, South Carolina had a little momentum coming into this weekend from beating Florida, who apparently is literally a doorstep. Uh, Missouri <laughs> is beating South Carolina. 24-14. What do you sort of think or what are you kind of looking for out of that game next weekend with Auburn going to Columbia? Missouri beating South Carolina would certainly help Auburn, but, I mean, you know, last time they were home, they beat the brakes off of Florida. That was a night game at home two weeks ago. Well, it will have had been two weeks. Uh, and now the, 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 those fans are going to go into that game trying to do the same thing. They're going to want to win at home and, you know, sound the cause and all of that. Um and it's uh, and, and team wise, that team's gonna be confident because they beat Auburn last season. So, uh, yeah, I mean, gonna be difficult all of a sudden. I mean, you can't play the way they've been playing. And it, honestly, it's not just this game. Texas A&M the offense was putrid. Uh, the second half of Ole Miss the offense was bad. Uh, why? Why this it, second the offense just disappears in the second half in the last three games? Um, and Texas A&M the whole game. And you should uh, look maybe, you know, Sunday morning, maybe there will be a story about that in uh, the Black Auburn News or, like, online, OANow.com. Monday edition of the Black Auburn News. I don't know, man. Going to be all of a sudden difficult. You want to win the game. Uh, If you don't, you're looking at the Iron Bowl to stop you from ending the season on a four-game losing streak. That's bad. 
it's not good. Right. Um, all right, let's get ready to wrap this up. Any parting thoughts? I mean, the biggest thing to me is just that, man, how sw- how swiftly things have changed from that old Miss win where, I mean, you really look at this South Carolina game on the road and wonder what you're going to get when mm-hmm. after the old Miss game, we knew A&M was going to be a big challenge. And I picked Auburn, and obviously I was wrong. But I thought, well, no matter what happens in the A&M game, they'll beat Mississippi State, they'll beat South Carolina, and then you've got that the Iron Bowl where you're trying to make some, some magic happen. And uh, they were in position to beat Mississippi State, and they didn't get it done. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, my only parting thoughts is, yeah, I mean, in the delusion, I mean, if you're one of these fans, you know, and I, I you know, it all goes back to me, Jordan. You know, the world revolves around me in my column, <laughs> You know, when I said, hey, man, the honeymoon's over. It's time to get real. Uh, real is something you should want. Real is when you want Brian Harson to succeed. Rose, rose-colored glasses don't do anybody any good. No. So you're like, oh, man, he's, he's got to give him time. How much time? I mean, come on. And, I mean, like we, we've talked about it before, I don't know what the magic number is. And by the magic number, I'm talking about how long can you go winless against Georgia and Alabama, right? Uh, maybe it's eight. Maybe it's six. It's not more than ten. So... Here you go. You got that many. You got at least that much time. You would think, but uh, you know, I mean, it's it's time to ask real questions and time to and probably this off season make changes because I don't see how you, this trajectory. I don't see it going up right now. I don't. I don't see it happening. So uh, there you go. Tough times. Tough game. Tough loss. Tough times for Auburn football. That's what it means. Get used to it. It's gonna be tough. It's going to be tough, and it will be very interesting to see how they finish the regular season. Auburn's already bowl eligible, so we know they'll be going to a bowl, see how they handle that. Um, So, yeah, we're going to get out of there on that. Uh, Appreciate Justin for taking the time to talk. Appreciate you guys uh, listening, and be sure to share the podcast and and rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We're going to get out of here. We're going to go get warmed up. Uh, For Justin Lee, I'm Jordan Hill. Until next time, take care, everybody.